Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Mad City, Anything for You. Oh, Penguin and, uh, and Ed, clearly. I mean... The honeymoon continues. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. I am just sailing my ship. As it's... <clears throat> you sail that ship, but... And I'm just ooging over in the corner, I, like, with my horn. I, I am very, very con- concerned. I am, too. That it's I mean, going- it's mainstream media, so <clears throat> I'm very I'm, aware of queer baiting. Yeah, I, I don't want it to become that. Yeah, I don't either. But damn, son. Oh, my God. And Butch, what the fuck? What the fuck, Butch? Well, okay. Butch, to use one of our favorite sayings, is not... The brightest pancake in the drawer. Sharpest, or the sharpest. Sharpest pancake. He can in the be drawer. a bright, sharp pancake. He's he's not really. <laughs> no. He's not and it's not that he's dumb because he's shown that he's very good at certain things, but you it's really hard to out strategize somebody like Ed. Yeah, that's true. Who is like the biggest game logic nerd. Yeah. This is true. And all this to get in Penguin's good graces, and I was just like, I don't understand the motivation because penguin abused him and tortured him and brainwashed him and and sent fish away and killed quote unquote killed fish who he loved back in the day and yeah yeah i don't understand his motivations i don't either other than to progress ed's storyline yes and that's not a good enough reason no it's never a good enough reason i mean this is a huge ensemble cast yeah i don't so I yeah, know. I don't I don't like the way they're using our Butch Gilzine. But uh who? Butch Gilzine. Butch Gilzine? Butch Gilzine. Okay. Uh but yeah, overall I thought this was a great episode. I enjoyed it. So much happened. So little Jim. Yeah. <laughs> just probably why I liked it. Just, just a sprinkle. Just just a smidge. Uh, and he was kind of funny. He was. He had funny moments. And how long have you been a two been a thing? We're not a thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're just friends. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> he's he's becoming salty. He is, and I like it. He's becoming salty, salty. Yeah. He's been around Harvey, He's man. becoming the Jim Gordon we know and love. Yeah. This is Jim Gordon. And man, if this is their long game, it's a really long game. <laughs> Are we going to like triple overtime? Yeah. 14th inning? Because damn, son. My sports analogies are... <laughs> You're drying it. up. That was it. That was all you got? That's all I got. I, I was sitting here trying to remember how many innings a baseball game had. I don't know. 14 sounds like a lot. 14 is a lot. So there you go. Bottom of the... Nine, nine, nine inning? I don't know. And I'm sorry. <laughs> we are not with the sports. <laughs> <laughs> but we are with the Gotham. So... Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So I don't think we have any pre-bags? Uh, no, we do not have any pre-bags. Okay, good. And you're consulting your notebook, I'm which consulting is our notebook ever from so last scary. Week. No, no. It's not science unless you write it down. So okay. are we doing science? There's, we have, um, we are doing science. We have some, uh, we can discuss Barnes. Okay. Yes, we can. <laughs> um, because neither one of us is wrong yet. Oh, you said Alice's blood will cure him. Yep. You definitely called that. I did. So you get credit for that. But I don't think it'll be a long-term cure. He's going to go cray. Okay. Well, you, and you called a Bane-like uh crazy yeah yeah um, like a I, hopped up steroid kind of and i called a quiet crazy mm-hmm. but yeah you you totally called him him being cured um i feel so vindicated it's beautiful ed fixed election but wanted oswald to think it was real and win him over i still think that's gonna to all but okay so he did all of that just to make look butch look bad i still think that's said. on the horizon i still think he fixed the election okay you still think he fixed the election? I do. Okay, so that's the okay. No, no. And I think he had good intentions. I just think when Penguin fi- finds out, it's going to be bad. Okay, and Catherine didn't show up this episode, so yeah. So you ready for writer director and all that crap? Yes. All right. Um, so this was directed by T.J. Scott, who did Arkham, Spirit of the Goat, Under the Knife, Strike Force, and mm-hmm. By Fire. Yes. I yes. I remember when we finished this episode. I, which I never do this with Gotham, I went and looked up who the writer director was because. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this episode so much. Well, and you were like, when you saw the writer was Bruno Heller, you were like, okay, that explains it. Of course it it was. So this was a big, like, he only comes in usually at the beginning and at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. But he'll also come in and do the big plot points. Yeah. So this was 
this was a big episode from a plot from yes. a plot change standpoint. Um, we, we got, got a lot of stuff. We got Zaz back. We got um, a which lot is of, terrible plan. But just terrible plan. We got story on Tabitha. Mm-hmm. She's still not quite three dimensional, but there's more of her. Yeah, exactly. She has motivation. One of my favorite things was just the little moment of Barb at the bar going, "You need any help, kitten?" And Tabby's like, "Nope." And she's like, "All right, all right." You got this. Well, and I just love that. Yeah, that was great. But they they gave her the you know well it's either do this or I, yeah I am getting kind of tired of watching my back all the time. They gave her a little more character. Yeah, not just a pretty face. Well, and I get a I got a better sense of her dynamic with Barb because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen them be relationshipy no. in a while. Um, so that was kind of good. So no, yeah, I really, I really thought overall this episode was, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to bitch about some stuff just because I podcast That's about what it. you do. Um, and I would expect nothing less. There but, you go. Uh, yeah, their relationship is a lot less romantic and a lot more partnery. Yeah. To me, which is fine. So, um, so you ready to recap? Yes. All right. No, so we really start am. and, um, who doesn't love a parade? And you don't love a parade? No, I really don't like parades. They're okay. outside. Okay, well, you do realize we're going to Disney. That's an outlier and should not be counted. Okay, because they're Star Wars parades. I figured okay, see, you might like that. <laughs> see, that's totally different. Okay. That's entirely, that's, yeah, that's important All stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and one thing that immediately, and yes, I will admit I am a shipper. I ship Oswald and Ed, but um, who was sitting next to Oswald in the car a la a what a politician's wife would be. Oh, that was Ed. That was Ed. So, yeah. Um, so they're waving to ticker tape parade, the whole shebang. He's, he's, uh, feeding homeless people. Um, Ed's there to make sure it looks good. And so I just thought that was really, I was like, Aww. wow, they're so couple. That was like the coupliest Very thing. Coupley. Very coupley. And so, um, so we go back to Oswald's house and, um, he's talking to the statue of his mom. Weird. And that was a weird statue, too. It's a really too. bad statue. It really is. It's almost like like he did it himself, mm. maybe. And it's not really that good. Nobody wants to tell it him. It looks nothing like her. Because that did not feel like a commissioned piece of art. No. But anyway. Um, so he's talking about, did he make her proud? Ed comes in, and um, he talks about his mom. And I will say, one thing I loved last season was... Ed put flowers on her grave mm-hmm. for Oswald when he was in Arkham. Aww. So that was really sweet. Um, and he's like, your mom would be proud. And um, they talk about the party that's that's coming that night um, to celebrate his victory. And we find out it's at Sirens. And um, he's like, uh, you know, Ed's like, what else could you want? And Oswald blows a kiss to his mom and he's like he wants someone to share it with i'm like you have ed but again i kind of think like we have not gotten any indication from oswald in past seasons that he has thought of anybody romantically boy girl anybody no No. um it's and 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 i read something that was really interesting um and I can't remember if it's one of our feedbacks, so I hope it's not. And I hope I'm not stepping on toes. But um, how he talked to Falcone about how stupid he was with Liza. Yes. And and now all of a sudden, Penguin's like, yeah, I'd like somebody to share it with. He doesn't see it as a weakness. Right. So I just thought that was that was some development from well, him. He's also not uh, holding it over somebody. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on the other side. Exactly. So, uh, so we go to City Hall, and God, he loves a press conference. Already, he's a press conference and kind of mayor. And so he's dedicating the statue to his mother that apparently is just going to stand there. Um, okay, so my first thought is this statue is going to stand around this entire show, all creepy-like, and it's going to be weird, and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, not so much. Um, because then um, he starts talking about, you know, he's the one that that rid Gotham of the monsters, Except for this is when the Red Hood gang, which we thought was defunct, Yay! shows up. And we were excited. I was I was very, I was yelling. And they say that nobody's safe from them, and they deliberately, like, take out 
Penguin Mama statue's head. They don't do any other damage. No. And they throw a smoke grenade and they drive off. And you're like, scary. Uh, okay. I don't know what just happened. No idea. I don't know what just happened here either because we go to Jim's apartment. Although it looks way nice. Oh, well, he's picked it up for her. I mean, it was nice and big. And, um, and um, you know, uh, Val says that, uh, Valerie, sorry, I keep doing that. Valerie says that um, she can't come over that night because she doesn't want to, you know, set a precedent. It's been like, what, three nights? Maybe three nights in a row. And she's like, I can't do that. And she has she has this dinner that she has to go to. And Jim's like, whatever. And she's like, it's not a date. Now, now, give him a little credit. He didn't just say whatever. Yeah. He said it was none of his business. Which is very true. Which is not. It's not. Technically, it's I not. I mean, he doesn't own her. No. That um, know of. And so, she wants to know what happened with Jervis. And um, he's like, he, uh, she, she starts telling him that she heard a rumor about Alice's blood, which, this is Gotham. Ain't nobody can keep any secrets nope. in Gotham. Nope. And um, Jim's like, are you asking as a reporter or yourself? And she's like, There's this, they're the same thing, bitch. And um, so I do I do really like her attitude. She's very unapologetic about what she, who she is mm-hmm. and what she wants. Well, and, and Jim and Valerie are rarely for Jim. They're being honest with each other. Yeah, so this is kind of healthy for him. Healthier? I don't know that they have a whole lot of chemistry, but then again, Jim doesn't they, have no, chemistry is, with anybody but Harvey. In my, in my opinion, there is no screen chemistry between these two. There is yeah. more chemistry between Oswald and Ed. Oh, oh, hands down. Than there, than there is between Valerie and Jim. And I, I'm glad you made that point because one of the things, and I had to unlearn this too because society teaches us to watch things with heteronormative goggles. If, if, you turned either Ed or Oswald into a woman, immediately be like, they going to get married. Yep. And you wouldn't have to change a no. line of dialogue or anything. No. no. Um, so it's just when you're like, oh, it's it's either two ladies or two dudes. Like, oh, I don't know about that. Don't you? No. you don't no. don't press an agenda. So, yeah. And, and again, you got these two idiots that have no chemistry whatsoever, and they're shoving it down our throats. Yep. So I, I totally agree. I mean, come on. Oswald and Ed have matching framed Sane certificates. Yeah. And right behind it is marriage license. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, Valerie's like, listen, um, the guy I'm having dinner with is a hematologist and he's, uh, been put in charge of analyzing Alice's blood. I'm going to do me and get what I can get from him. Now, I can see how Valerie and Jim, in theory, work paired up together. Yeah. Could be a great power couple. Oh, could be awesome, but... But it's not happening for me. No. I'm not feeling it down in my nethers. No. And that's really the true test of a ship. I know, right? Yeah. Does it make you tingly in your bits? No. And there you go. No, and it just... And I love, like, Babs and... Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. So, uh, so we go to the GCPD and Barnes is there and he's looking at pictures of Alice's uh, body. That's just gross. Yeah. And he's looking at the, at the blood report. Okay. I'll buy and that. I will just say I visited my hematologist this week. So that was fun. Oh, good. I'm happy. Um, I didn't ask whether my blood infected people. I probably should have might, asked that. Might, might should. All right. I need to run. Can you run the test that you ran on Alice Tetch? That'd be great. <laughs> that'd, that'd be awesome. That'd be fine. Um, and so Harvey comes in. He's like, um... He, they they found the the vehicle used in the Red Hood attack, um, and there was a hood in it. <gasps> no, and Harvey's like, okay, these these guys these idiots have to be copycats Harvey, because we killed all the other ones. Harvey always thinks it's a copycat. <laughs> he does. See, Spirit of the Goat. Yeah, yeah. Just putting that out there. And so Ed comes. <laughs> Ed comes in, and oh my gosh, if you do not think that Ed and Oswald are suited for each other, they are both pure, <laughs> unadulterated drama. The grand entrance. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, I was loving this. It was so awkward and so bad, and I loved it. And he's like, um, I'm the liaison with the mayor's office, and everything's going to go through me. And, and like the, like literally the entire, and they, they brought in a lot of extras. Yeah, they did. They always the do. The entire set. Mm-hmm. grinds to a halt and he's like hey guys it's great and so um he wants access to the forensics and da 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 and barnes is like um you killed some cops i don't want you in my precinct and he's like oh 
it won't be yours for long if you don't cooperate. And he's like, you can't fire me. And he's like, no, but the mayor can appoint a police commissioner. So, again, we've got Which a reminder as, that we do not have a police commissioner. That we know of. Yeah. Yeah, because that could just be an allusion to I can appoint a new one that yeah, will do what they, I want. We, don't, we have no confirmation, but so. it's a reminder, if nothing else. I want to, if we do have a commissioner, I want to know who it is. And if we don't, why the hell don't we have a commissioner? Ooh, yeah. Because Barnes is clearly just, but that's the thing. Like he's a Somebody captain. had to appoint Barnes. It's funny though, because Ed makes a point of saying like, um, somebody else could be the new captain of the GCPD. He makes it sound like there's only one captain. Like well, that's not how a police force of that size would operate. And GCPD. I know. He's probably the only it captain. Is. Yeah. It is. They just have one captain. You know captain. who I would love to see? Hmm. Cash. Cash. He's a GCPD officer. Okay. Okay. From, from back. He was in Batman Arkham Knight, I know. So. Okay. Okay. I wish we could see the beat cop from the very first episode. I liked him. He was sassy. The beat cop. For, he was the one that first worked the, uh, the Wayne murders. Yes. And he didn't want any yes. part of it. Yes. Yeah, I yes. liked him. Yeah, I wish we could. I mean, you do still see Alvarez in the background. You do. And like I saw him and in so this that's episode. Nice. But that's about, but the, wow, we're so character heavy. Yeah. Exa- yeah, that's true. Because I'd probably bitch. Um, <laughs> so, you would. Um, so he threatens and uh, Barnes leaves and then Ed tells Harvey that, um, that Oswald is off meeting with his constituents. Is he now? Yeah. Is he? Um, and his constituents are a bunch of assassins. So that would be, uh, Zaz. Victor Zazaz. Uh, Tommy Bones. Yep. Uh, is there. Tabitha's there. Barbara's there. And some other people that I didn't. And Barb is just purely there to start talking about her party, but I love it. Okay. Does, did, uh, did that line delivery not scream Joker? It, like, everything. Having a party, and you're not invited. Everything about her is so big now. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all have We uh, all have flair. Like, it's so theatrical. Like, even, like, I know they're, they're teasing bringing Jerome back. We don't know when, we don't know how, but whatever. Yeah, the how- But Ooh. I honestly would have no problem if they did something to turn her no. into Femme Joker. She would be great. I think she'd be awesome. She's right there already. And she already got the crazy, and we know she likes mm-hmm. crazy laughing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I just think that's, she she's, perfect. she's just pure fun. Yes, she is. Crazy fun. Yeah, but then that again, that kills off the, the Gordon children. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, so, you know, we find out that he wants the Red Hoods taken care of. He don't care who does it, but anybody in this room, let's hop to it. And then we find out again that, that Barb starts talking about the party and um, he wants the Red Hood leader before the party. And then they're like just sitting there like, what? And he's like, let's go hop to it. So I'm like, oh, good. I love crazy. Crazy Penguin is great. Um, so we go to those said Red Hoods and they're playing poker. They're hiding out at their, at their hideout like you do at uh-huh. your hideout. Uh-huh. And they're like, what about the boss? Mm-hmm. And then Butch shows up. We okay. find out. Butch is the boss. Okay. And this is a question in our feedback, but I want to go ahead and get it in here. Okay. Did you know it was Butch? Yeah. When he said... When he showed up, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Like, even before he had to say anything, though. When the guy said, we're waiting for our boss to get here, I realized it was Butch, like, a split second before he walked in. Yeah, because they very prominently have his goons call him boss. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in the previous episode when, when he was having somebody tail Ed, yeah. um, he'd be like, yeah, okay, boss. So, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it's just the word boss. I'm with you. I didn't know a long time before. But, yeah, as soon but as yeah. that line came through, you're like, it's Butch. Yeah. Yeah. And it made sense. It made sense. Because there was no reason. They could have killed Penguin easily. Oh, yeah. If that was really what they were after. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any damage as, other than the statue. Um. So, Butch comes in and says, we have work to do, and we're like, uh-oh. And so, um, we go to Bruce, who visits Jim at his apartment, and he wants to hire Jim, which I don't know why he thought this was a good idea, um, because as I pointed out to you in our watch-along, the last time Jim worked a case for Bruce, it worked out super well. <laughs> yeah. At least he didn't vow this time. I think he's just trying to find Selena some flowers. I think that Jim is out of vows. You notice he was like, yeah, I'll look into it. 
<laughs> it's not like I swear. I that- swear I will help you find Ivy. <laughs> so long find out. Yeah, but you totally missed my joke. What? By the- trying to help Bruce. Take some flowers. Some flowers. I did miss that. Ivy. Flowers. Although I know Ivy's not a flower, but. But. Poison Ivy. <sighs> I'm, I'm ready to get to the Poison Ivy because she's boring. Uh, yeah, I'm not liking her so far. I'm not either. Um, So he, he tells her about Ivy and, you know. Um, Who Jim apparently has t- completely forgotten. Yeah, because Selena already asked Jim to look into this and he's like, yeah, okay. Jim's terrible. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, he wants he wants to do this for Selena. And so he's like, so how long have y'all been a thing? And Bruce's like, we're totally not. And Jim's like, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's great. It's so great. Um, so we go to Ed, who is just having the best time. Um, he goes to the forensics lab, and he talks to Lucius, and Lucius this is, is so done. best conversation right here between oh Edward gosh. and Lucius. Like, I could sit and listen to them talk science all day. But also threats. Yes. Science threats. Science threats. They're the best. Because he's like, you know, he starts talking about, like, like you know, I could kill you, and you nobody would know. And he's like, I would use this. And it was it was great. Um and so uh, they find out that the Red Hood's truck had traces of potassium chloride, and Ed gets a science boner. So, you know. And apparently has to rush off. I don't know. Whatever. He's excited. Um, and so, and honestly, this is the way Ed wanted to be at the GCPD. Top dog. Everybody knows how smart he is. Yeah. But that's classic Riddler. Exactly. Yeah. And so this, th- I He's, think this was important for him to come back to the GCPD. Yes. This was really... To build, his, build yeah. the Riddler character. Because the Riddler character is a narcissist. Oh, absolutely. Like A-class, number one. Absolutely. Top of the line. No holds bar. I'm running out of... Uh, Things. Clichés. Yeah. <laughs> All you can eat buffet? <laughs> Your pants look hot. Your pants look hot. Okay. Okay. So we go to um, Harvey, which is your fave. And he's talking to Jim and Bruce. The Bay. Okay. Because, of course, they go straight to Harvey. Well, of course, it's the first place Jim's going to go. And so they... Valerie just walked out the door. Where else is Jim going to go but to Harvey? I mean... Exactly. He's like, she wouldn't stay over. And he's like, I told you, man. I told you. So, um... Move back in with me. So we find out that there was this random construction worker that was knocked out by a redhead and left a sweater behind, and it's Ivy's. Okay, so she didn't, she didn't kill, kill him. him. Yeah, that was my first that's thing. A re- that's a bit of a relief. Yeah, because she went to ze- from zero to murder real quick, so Did I'm kind of glad hero? she just knocked him out. Just like that. <laughs> that was a nice Hercules reference. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and so um, Harvey's like, yeah, we know. And so he's, he says that the problem with their whole theory that this is Ivy is that she was like tw- in her 20s. And I'm like, well, that's not her. And so Leslie comes in and she wants to talk to Jim and I'm like, yeah, already my soul cries. And, um, she's like, uh, so I just want to let you know that the engagement announcement is going to get published. Okay. I thought this was very, very nice of her to do. And, but this is where it got weird and annoying. She's like, it's going to have his name. And he's like, uh-huh. She's like his family name. And he's like, uh-huh. It's Falcone. <gasps> you knew? And he's like, yeah, it was none of my business, which I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, like his dad is my dad, so. Exactly. But I thought that was nice that he's like, yeah, it was none of my business, because it's not. And so she was like, okay. It's really not. And he's like, I'm, I'm happy for you. And she's just kind of taken aback by how well he is taking this. And Jim actually appears to mean it. Like yeah. Like facial expression and all. Like, and there's like more than just the emotion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was, I was pretty happy about that. I was like, okay. Like I how did that this. happen? Who is he? And what did he do with Jim? It's beautiful. We're getting character development like three seasons in. Um, Main character development. Yeah. So uh, this is when Leslie goes to her office and she finds Ed there waiting for her. And she is not with the liking of Ed. And so she punches him. And uh, she's like, this is for Kristen. And I was like, this is awesome. And uh, he does not look happy. No, and she does not care. He does not like to be challenged. This is her field of fucks. It is barren. Oh, that was a bad joke I was going to make. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. Not going there. Mm-mm. I apologize. Well, you know. I didn't even say it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. Um, and so, uh, she's, he's like, you shouldn't have done that. And she's like, um, let me just tell you about my fiance's daddy. 
Carmine Falcone, are you familiar I with him? I think you've met him once or twice. And uh, she's like, uh, you do anything to upset me. And, um, you know, stuff's going to happen. And she's like, I'll do anything uh, as Emmy. And she'll walk out. And she walks out. And I'm always like, okay, I was actually pretty, pretty pleased with her she reaction. She is letting him know right here and now which side she's on so she's not afraid of using the falcon no which kind of surprised me that surprised me too like we're not covering up and and, okay i'm glad that we stopped for a second because okay there was this big whole drama thing about he can't use the falcon name and he's a good boy and and then they're putting in the paper Yeah, yeah yeah oh he's a falcon by the way what yeah i don't yeah we and we talked about that when we were watching we're like what the hell we thought he couldn't use his name yeah like i don't understand if the first thing you do when you is like okay get an apartment check get a job check get engaged check okay tell everybody i'm carmine falcone's son check (laughs) yeah that's gonna like put him in a spotlight yeah because and that's the thing like falcone who doesn't even run really run any gotham anymore yeah and i i I started thinking about it, and I didn't really get a whole lot of textual evidence that he was on the run, aside from the fact that, like, when the whole Fish and Maroney and Oswald thing went down, he was like, I'm out. Yeah, he retired. Quote, unquote, retired. So, but I still don't think that somebody like Falcone would wave himself around as a target. Right. Because even if he doesn't control everything anymore, if you're the guy that takes out Falcone... You're still going to get a rep for it. Exactly. Agreed. Or Falcone's son. Yeah. Yeah. This this is not, like I said, it's putting a target on his back. So I'm wondering if they're just paving the way for him to come back into the game. Or do they, or, uh, or is Mario connected to the Court of Owls somehow? That's a good question because we don't know. We don't know. I mean. So, it, yeah, it really did bother me that all of a sudden, oh, now we can't, he can't use his name. And boom. Oh, he's and a his name. Yeah. What? Yeah. Now, I I can understand that he, you know, maybe he never actually gave up the Falcone name. Maybe he just used his mother's maiden name. That's a plot bunny that's, that gets, yeah. that's so Oh, yeah. Used. Yeah. Used. Nobody actually does that, though. Not that I know. I mean, if you do, let us know because that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I think, but this, yeah, that's a, that's a tropity trope. Yeah, yeah. So. I use my mom's maiden name, but yeah, nobody does that. Um, so we go to sirens, and um, although it's apparently the sirens, according to uh, Barb's introduction yeah. later, yeah, but the, the sirens, whatever sirens. Um, and Tabby's not happy, and um, because they're having this party there, and she does not like being under anybody's control. I think she doesn't feel like, I mean, because, and they explain it later in the show, I think she just doesn't like somebody holding something over her. Yeah. Because she killed Oswald's mother. Yeah. Her life is in danger from Oswald at any minute. And he's told her many times. So I think it's that she doesn't like being blackmailed. Yeah. And Barb's like, listen, if we find the Red Hoods, then we have... A bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we can ask for him to ease up on the whole I'm going to kill you thing. Yeah. Um, and so they open up this refrigerator and we find out that they've already been working on it. They've got this guy. That's hilarious. He knows where they got their smoke grenades. It was so funny. And he'll she's tell like, us is anything? he going to talk? Yeah, he will. Just give him Just a minute. Just give him a minute. Yeah, let's, like, <laughs> at least let his balls unfreeze. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, to thaw that out. No, no. Um, and they're so just like blase about this. Yeah. It's this is every day for them, and I love it. I know it's great. Um, and so we go to the Red Hoods, and they are capturing a the school bus that we saw um, Oswald cutting the ribbon for earlier in the episode. Um, brand new shiny school bus, nuns the whole shebang, and they're they're gonna set the bus on fire. And they said um, they have they have these reporters there. And they're like, remember, this is Mayor Mayor Cobblepot's fault. And um, so they go back to their base, and they're like, yeah, we followed your orders, boss. And Butch is there. And um, they're like, I don't understand why we're doing this. And Butch is like, okay, basically, I'm not paying you to think. 
And um, he's like, I've got these suits for you for the for the party tonight. Which this is really a role reversal for Butch. Yeah. Because usually Butch is the one who doesn't get paid to think. Yeah. And he does. And it's really best. He doesn't like to be in charge. He was in charge for a while. Yeah. And it did not sit well with him. He mm-hmm. did. He was not happy. Um, and uh, uh, when Tabby came into the picture, she was really the one running Yeah, things. he was very glad to have somebody to tell him what to do. Yeah. So. And that's fine. I just think that he kind of got bigger than his britches for this one <laughs> for this one uh um caper or whatever and i'm like no oh, honey no yeah no yeah um and so this is when uh he's like again nobody is to kill oswald because they were like yeah man i'll kill him good and he's like no and you can tell he's like we talked about this <laughs> like a room full of children <laughs> and he's like and this is when um tabby babs shows up and barb's like we need to talk and butch is like oh shit damn it so yeah speaking of talking yeah i want to remind our listeners that they can talk to us absolutely they can email us at random at gmail.com or on twitter at random or on tumblr at random or on facebook at facebook.com slash random that was so announcery thank you thank you very um, much um and if you don't want to remember any of that crap you can go to <laughs> random and uh all the links to all our socials yeah, are at the bottom of the sure homepage. And, and and while you're there check out some of our other podcasts uh, we have a brand new one that just came out called Random Revelry. Re- I can't even say it. Random Revelry. I tried. I know you did. <sighs> I thought maybe if I I've given you alcohol. It. I've given you alcohol. I, I have I, no excuse. I could just speed through it. I, no, I couldn't even yeah. do it. Um, so check that out. It's pretty much just a catch-all, nerdy things we like to talk about. Yeah. Uh, podcast. So. Um, and then we also have our good old standbys like Agents of Shield and random movies and MCU movies yeah. and all that good crap, all that stuff. That's just, all that's still out there. So. Yeah. Um, and they can also find a link to our sponsor. <gasps> our sponsor? You mean unofficial natural fandom fragrances? There you go. You made up for it. Yay! Uh, what's the scent we're going to talk about this week? Uh, the scent of the the week this week is Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh, this is great. I have this one. Harley Quinn is a blend of orange, lavender, and cinnamon. It's yums. Um, says here that it smells like cinnamon candy. Mm, no, I think it's more subtle than that. You think so? Yeah, it doesn't smell like a, it doesn't okay. smell like a bottle of Red Hots or anything to me. I really like lavender, not so much orange and cinnamon. Mm. However, it says here that it might help fight insomnia. Yeah, I'll spray her on my pillow sometimes. Uh, I tend to use, I will use, um, Moriarty. Oh, which yeah. Which is, uh, for, it helps anxiety. Yeah. So. Uh, from on my pillows, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's her scent of the week. Uh, she currently retails at five dollars. See, that's not bad. that's not bad for two ounces. But if you use our code Random Tea Podcast No S, you will get ten percent off. Awesome. So um, there you go. And there's many many other scents. So check them out. I used our code when I pre-ordered the Stranger Things bundle, and Did it's been you? shipped. Has it shipped? I'm excited. Uh, they will not be doing uh, limited edition for November because yes. they will have their Black Friday and Cyber Monday pre- and all that crap. Their pre-holiday specials, and they do still have the Stranger Things limited edition out there. Yeah, I just got one of each, so I wanted you guys to have some too. Aww. So yeah. Um, so what else can they find on our homepage? Uh, they can find our Amazon affiliate link. Speaking of, uh, holiday shopping. Yes. Coming up. Um, if, you know, if you want to help support us, all you have to do is go to our website, click on that link, go through Amazon, order just like you normally would. And, uh, just a tiny little bit of that goes in our pockets. Doesn't cost you any extra. Yep. Uh, but it ha- does help support us and everything that we receive goes straight right back Straight right back. Uh huh. We're podcast. southern. <laughs> I was toting it around. That's right. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a way that you can uh, help support us. Absolutely. All right. Do you have anything else before we uh, go back to the recap? Probably, but I don't remember. Okay. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so um, so we go to uh, Jim and Bruce, and they go to this diner, and I think this is the diner from the first episode. Uh, and we've seen it a couple other times. Is. Um, it's the set of nothing else. And Bruce is like, so do you miss being a cop? And Jim's like, well, it gave me a mission, but my life was kind of shitty just having a mission. You got to have more than that. And so he's like, uh, he gives, he starts with the, with, 
with the relationship advice. Oh, dear. And he's like, you need to talk to Selena and tell her how you feel. And um, Bruce is like, um, how are, are you doing that with the lady that you're banging? <laughs> and he's like, how'd you know I'm banging somebody? And he's like, I saw, I saw lipstick on the coffee cup. I dumb. Detective mode activated. Mm-hmm. So I, I like when we get these little reminders that Batman is essentially a really good detective. Yes. Um, and so um, they talk and, oh, their lives are complicated. And this is when we, we see the news reporter announce that um, Oswald's gala. Um, and Bruce is like, oh, yeah, I got to go to that shit. Gala or is it? I thought it was pronounced gala. Gala. Gala, gala, gala. Whatever. I think you just like saying gala. I do. It's okay. Um, and Bruce is like, yeah, I gotta go to that shit, because I'm supposed to be like a Wayne now, and like, go to stuff. And it sounds terrible. He sounds terrible. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he sounds like this is the most boring thing. Um, and so we go, we go to Oswald's house, and, um, so I did want to ask you, do you think Oswald is holding court at his dad's old house, or the house that Butch was in when he was running the underworld? Well, see, the thing is, is I don't, I never got the idea that his dad's house was in Gotham. No, it was, it was away so, from Gotham. So I kind of assumed that it was the crime place uh-huh. in town. But yeah, I just kind of wondered about that. Um, and so, uh, Oswald tells Ed that somebody is testing him. And Ed's like, um, is this about the statue? And Oswald freaks out and he spills a drink and, Ed comes to clean it up with salt. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so fucking married. I know, right? And um, he's cleaning it up and he's like, he has a salt epiphany of potassium chloride. It's found in detergents. And he's like, ah! Uh I know where they are. And so it's like, okay. Um, So we go back to Sirens and um, uh, Tabby Babs are talking over about the whole Butch situation. And Butch Butch is like, listen, I was doing uh, i was like baby this is a bad 70s sitcom type plan yeah it is um he was going to take down the red hoods himself and he was going to be the hero and he was going to get back in in oswald's good graces and um tab or uh barb barb is like whatever tabs this is your call he's your ex <laughs> whatever and um which is like oh please let me um please help me and then i'll protect you and she's like all right whatever and but you're gonna owe me and he's like okay and um so uh, this is when he gets a call from oswald and he's like we know where they are they're at this detergent factory and and butch is like oh shit um so of course he gets there first Um, strangely strangely because you know where i bet it's located right next door to sirens on the dogs yeah oh there you go it's on the dogs Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And Sirens is right next door. Yes, it is. Um, and so he's like, get the fuck out. And they're like, what? You said we were going to be getting paid and it was going to be great. And he's like, get the fuck out. And of course, this is when uh, Oswald shows up with, with his goons. And so Butch is like, okay, I tried to. <laughs> I tried he did. to warn he you. He really did. You got to give him that. So he takes the gun and he mows them down. And this is when Oswald comes in. And he's like, look, I did good, boss, right? I did good. I got him for you. Okay, I totally expected Oswald to be pissed. That he killed he, them before, yeah. Because he didn't have a chance to talk to him. Yeah, but then again, he sent assassins after these guys and didn't care who took him out. He never stipulated, like, I want to be the one to kill them. Because that's the thing, Oswald doesn't necessarily have to get his hands dirty. No, he doesn't have to. So, um, I'm like, oh, you could have just slipped in poison cannoli and it would have been fine. But, you know. <laughs> It's an elegant way to murder. Yeah. Um, so this is when sure. Oswald, you know, he, he announces again with the press conferences. He's the mayor now. That's what mayors do. I know. And he announces that Butch Gilzine. Don't you listen to Welcome to Night Vale. I know. Uh, <laughs> he announces that Butch Gilzine was the one that took Who? care. Butch Gilzine. Okay. Uh, took care of the Red Hood gang. And I'm sitting there going, okay, did Butch not get in trouble for having like this basically like a tommy gun and he's not a cop and mowed down you know what indiscriminately killed the gang Mm -hmm. and um so because like harvey and the gcpd are there they're just like you know kind of policing it up in the background um and so this is when uh ed's there and harvey's there and harvey's like you know i never even liked you before you went crazy um (laughs) 
he's like, he's like, Butch did us all a favor, but Ed is not buying it. No, it was based too on, easy. Based yeah. on the way well, the bodies are placed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised Ed didn't say something about not leaving somebody behind to interview. Yeah. Interrogate. Yeah. Check out. But, you know. Hmm. Make them talk. Make them talk. Make them sing. Yeah. And Harvey's like, anyway, so there's probably a Danish somewhere with my name on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Ed finds the suits that Butch brought them earlier uh-uh. for the big party. Um, so we go to, uh, that night, we go to, uh, back to the GCPD and Barnes, uh, visits Leslie in the, uh, Emmy's lab. And, um, she's like, oh, are you here to censure me? And he's like, why? And she's like, cause I, punched ed Nigman. he's like no that's awesome <laughs> oh, that's cool <laughs> he's You're like i just right. i just want to know about alice touch's blood you know for police reasons because you know i'm not the that, captain not that i ingested any no. and um and she's like well they did they ingested um or they they put the blood into some rats and a couple of them did great they got they got increased stamina it was it was great energy except for the one crazy one killed the other rats and it's not only, it's not bad enough that it killed him, it chewed through like a dozen cages to get to the other rats. Oops. To kill them. So very Bane-like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I think Barnes is going to go out in a blaze of glory. Okay. And so um, he's like, so casually, why did some of the mice succumb and some didn't? And she's like, well, I mean, you know, they might just not have been affected yet or they might not be affected at all she's like we're not really sure and so barnes is like keep me keep me informed and you're like oh god this is going to end well yeah um so we go to sirens and we're we're at the stand party and um tabby goes up to butch and she's like you owe me and he's like okay and he's still got hearts in his eyes it's gross Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bruce and alfred come in and Bruce is like, how long do I have to stay? <laughs> like any true introvert. Yeah. He walks to the door and says, can I leave now? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'm I am Bruce. I showed up. Uh-huh. And Alfred's like, okay, but you ha- you're here for a reason. Um, <laughs> so he's like, I miss the old days when I could be like this crazy. I could be broody. Yeah, I could be all broody can at I home. be emo Bruce now? Seriously. Um, that's kind of where I thought he was going to go with emo Bruce mm-hmm. is that he was going to be like, listen, I don't want to go to these bullshit parties. Send I want to be all like introverted at home. You can go in my place. That's what I thought they were doing. Okay. Um, so, but Oswald, uh, you know, greets them and he's like, Hey, this is awkward, but he's like, thanks for saving us from the murderous old mayor. And, um, <laughs> I love how Alfred's like, yeah, I didn't see that, uh, rocket launcher coming. Good job. <laughs> and it's super awkward, but it's great. And, um, Bruce sees Selena. Of course, he makes a beeline for Um, and he's like, it's a sign. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Um, because Selena's there working. And this is when we see grown-up Ivy take her hand as she's, as she's, uh, stealing from somebody. And she's like, such a bitch about it. She's like, uh, oh, you're still doing this and da-da-da. And she's like, oh, oh, my God, you don't recognize me and Selena's like, what? And she's like, no, this is too much fun. I can't tell you yet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I had to remind myself. I'm like, oh, she's like 12 years old. Yeah. But still, I don't like it. And so Ivy's like, run along, steal some more wallets. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought, I did. I thought it was funny. I don't like grown-up Ivy. You don't have to like grown-up okay. Ivy. Um, so this is when we, oh my God, it's great. Uh, so we go to Ed. And he gives Butch a box. And he's like, oh, it's a pocket square. And Butch is like, okay. He's like, oh, it was from one of the suits that the Red Hood gang had. And they were made by the same tailor that makes your suits. And I I gave the tailor a call. Mm. And he said that you bought them. Isn't that funny? That is so weird. And Butch grabs Ed by the neck, which I was like, oh, my God. And um, Ed's like, we need to kill Oswald together. And I was like, what? Mm. I was so not happy. I was like, this is, this is wrong. This is a trick. It's a trap. I don't like it. It's a trap. And <laughs> so. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, I did. Thank, <laughs> I did. You. thank you. Um, and he's like, oh, I was never meant to be number two. I'm going to rule Gotham. And he's like, um, he tells, he tells Butch to, uh, put the hood on, kill Oswald and he'll help him escape and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And Butch is like, that sounds fake. And Ed's like, um, 
and you know re- reinforces that like he'll betray oswald it's fine and butch is like yeah no i'm not gonna do that and so ed takes him into the kitchen and victor's ass is there with several of the other assassins mm. and he's got tabby uh you know captured and it's like Uh-oh. and so butch is like yeah yeah so uh I- ivy's all flirty flirt and selena's staring at her trying to figure out because again she's like okay how do i know this lady and because it's not like selena to not remember she's exactly she's, she's an information gatherer it's what yes. she does yes so and so bruce comes over and selena's like hey do you know who that chick is and he's like no you want to talk i got hormone stuff to talk about <laughs> that's what he said i heard him. yeah and selena's like okay but make it quick it's just like oh this has romance written all over it um so this is when uh butch talks to victor's ass and he's like i'm kind of surprised you're betraying oswald and zaz is like um do your job and just shut up about it basically um and so this is when barb does her big speech on stage and it's beautiful because she's so barb oh i love her and she calls oswald up and he's gonna make a speech um and ed comes over and he wishes oswald good luck and i'm like it can't be true it can't be true it can i was like no um and so oswald goes up and he takes the stage and he starts talking about a new day and i'm like that was like last episode that was like last season um and so butch steps out and he's got the hood and looks how do you not know that's butch yeah and he's i mean like and he says metal hand boss. and everything and um, this is when Oswald tries to run, but Ed grabs him and holds him in place, which I thought, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's yeah. when I started doubting. I was like, no. And so Butch fires. But yeah, but no. Yeah. So Butch fires and he realizes, oh, he don't have no real bullets. They, come- I think it wasn't even loaded. Oh, I don't think it was even loaded. How would he not check that? That um, seems dumb. He's under a little stress. I know. Um, so this is when Zaz comes up and he shoots him. And you're like, holy shit, what's okay. what's happening here? He shoots him in the back. He goes down to his knees. No blood anywhere. That should have, like, paralyzed him, killed him. Something in I can't him. think of any place that you would get that it's really shot safe. at in your back that's not your kidney, your lungs. Yeah, something important. Spine. Yeah. Something, you know, important. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. And uh, this is from Victor Zaz, Master Assassin, so it's not like it's some idiot wielding a gun. Good point, good point. Um, And so it's like, oh, we now have the leader. And, of course, he pulls off the hood. And Oswald's like, I'll kill you! I'm like, this is generally Oswald's first reaction to almost anything is, I'll kill you! He's the mayor, and in front of God and kingdom. (laughs) I will kill you. I will kill you! And I was like, okay, maybe dial it back a little bit. Oh, honey. But yeah, thank God it wasn't televised. Um, Are you sure? Actually, I don't know. Uh, so we go to the kitchen and um, Tabby's like, oh, yeah, you know the nice thing? When um, you attack somebody in their home, you need to do a good search. And she has a knife and she uh, she fights the guys off. And I'm like, oh, good. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so She has a good point, though. Yeah. And so Butch is talking to Oswald and he's he's doing the big whole drama like, I gave everything to you. And Oswald slaps him, and he goes back up because he can't not talk in a microphone. Um, and he's shocked and betrayed, and da 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 da. And he's going to prosecute anybody who threatens Gotham. Everybody applauds because you know he's a politician now. Um, Tabby comes out, and at this point, it was kind of uh, thrown aback that Ed just let her just hang out. I think it's because he didn't count on her being her i know i don't think he knows her very well and and then part of me started thinking and i thought okay what if he knows he's gonna fess up to oswald that there was some kind of a charade to get butch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i guess he doesn't care at that point because all tabitha's gonna do is confirm his story yeah so it's not like he was trying to hide his involvement no i don't don't know so um but this is when (laughs) uh butch breaks free and he starts strangling ed rather forcefully um except for oswald hits him over the over the head with a bottle of champagne it is a party and (laughs) um (laughs) isn't this somewhere around the time where babs says something about i think so yeah now it's a party barb is just having the best (laughs) evening 
<laughs> this is way entertaining. Mm-hmm. And um, so <laughs> Oswald goes in at first. You're like, oh, my God, did he kill Ed? And Ed's alive. Um, and Barb is just delighted. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so we go to the roof where Bruce and Selena miss all the fun stuff. Oh, yeah, these two. And he's like... I hired a love G- mammals Jim Gordon to, to find Ivy, but he hasn't turned up anything. And I'm surprised Selena wasn't like, yeah, because he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, this sucks. And she, she's about to walk off. And Bruce is like, I like you, like you, like I more totally than a, f- like more than a friend. <laughs> and Selena's like, what? And uh, <laughs> she, she's like, all right, let me get this straight. How many girls have you dated? And he's like. None. Which is a lie. It's a damn dirty a lie. Because uh, have we both forgotten about Silver? I kind of did till you brought her up. Yeah. She was forgettable. That was my first thought. She was pretty forgettable. Um, I guess if it's a uh, if it's a fraud, he doesn't consider it dating. I, I don't know. if w- Would you? Did they go out on a date? Yeah. Yes, they did. I mean, if, yeah. That's, that was, that's... As much as you would like to forget that, you dated. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's like one spectacular, uh, you know, failure. And so she's like, um, okay, you only like me because I'm a girl and I'm like the only girl you know. And so she's like, that's um, not again, that's not that's true. Not, and she's like, she's like, um, we are not the same. And Bruce is like, but there's something between us. You have to see it. And she's like, see, there's your mistake. Don't ever tell me what I have to do. But then Ouch. she kisses him. So he's super confused. As he should be. As he should be. And she walks off and Bruce is like, what? I I got smooched. I don't care what happens. (laughs) I don't care what happens for the rest of the day. There you go. So Even though like, it's already oh after God. dark. Um, so this is when we go to Valerie's meeting with this hematologist guy who's kind <laughs> of a creep. I love how they just suddenly, okay, all this big thing happened. And there was a party of people trying to kill people. No, let's, clean, let's just clean up these other little Yeah, low-key. You know, it's fine. Um, and she, they want to know what, what's going on with Alice's blood. And basically it's like, yeah, we'll make an arrangement. It's super creepy. Um, and then Jim shows up. And he's like, oh, you're leaving. And the doctor leaves. And Valerie's like, um... I could have gotten the information I wanted without sleeping with him. And he's like. Apparently she thinks that's his concern when in fact he doesn't seem to be concerned about it at all. No. He's like, I was just walking by and she's like, that's bullshit. Um, And so Jim's like, "Uh, I'll tell you what you want to know, but you'll have to buy me dinner. And you're like, oh my God, is Jim Gordon on an actual for reals date? Sort of that he didn't ask her to ahead of time? I don't know. She's still buying dinner, though. So. Yeah. And they didn't a, make plans ahead of time. They just kind of like. Yeah. And and apparently Jim can only buy dinner for uh, uh, billionaires. Yeah. She's not a billionaire. So. There you go. Yeah. I They're both kind of terrible. So much. So. So we go to Oswald's house. And it's the best thing. This is my favorite scene. Um, cause Ever? You're probably going to ask me. Um, and so Oswald. I didn't have to ask you. Brings Ed T for his throat and he's like are you sure you don't need to go to the doctor and he's like i'm fine he's oh um, he's so which you never <coughs> see this you never see this in shows his neck and throat is so bruised yeah it's beautiful <coughs> we'll have to see how bruised it is next time we see him oh yeah I'm there you go um he's like um he's like you had because he says why didn't you tell me what you were doing and he tells oswald that he's like you had to your shock had to seem genuine that Butch was involved in this. Not why did you hide it from me? Why didn't you involve me? That's yeah. two sides. Yeah. And so, um, again, Oswald's the big hero. Mm. And Ed's like, I would do anything for you. In the firelight. Oh, my God. And he's like, you can always count on me. And then this is when Oswald moves in. And I swear to God should have kissed him. But I they really, really thought he was going to. I did oh too. Oh my gosh. And for our listeners who don't already know, Robin Lord Taylor is an out gay man. Yeah. And he is married. That's why I'm really hoping they're not doing queer baiting because then they're I pulling cannot, him into it. I cannot imagine that he would let them get away with it in his character. And I know from reading some of the New York Comic Con stuff that he does have some contributing factor to his character. Good. So, I really hope I this is just laying imagine, groundwork. Cannot imagine. But I could see Corey yeah. saying, hell yes, I will go along with making these two. Oh, yeah. Corey's a precious pancake. And the two of them on t- oh, Twitter yeah. together. They're is, so cute. They're adorable. 
They're almost, they're not quite this adorable. Yeah. But they're real close. But like, I thought it was very telling because we don't just get the hug where we see Oswald's face and he's delighted and kind of surprised. Mm -hmm. We see Ed's face where at first I was like, please don't show Ed's face where he's like all smarmy and please like he played him. Mm -hmm. He seems genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. And, but then we get like, um, uh, Oswald's like arm tight or his hand tightening on ed's back and i'm like you didn't need to show that for any other reason if either one of them was a woman yeah everybody would be saying oh they're gonna sleep together Mm -hmm. that's the uh, yeah all you have to do if either one of them take off those heteronormative goggles guys it's great. And by guys, you mean everybody. Everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. guys just, is completely just, gender neutral. I, yeah, I was just trying. I didn't I, want that to sound weird. I use guys all the time. I, I know you do, and I knew what you meant by it, but I didn't want any of our listeners to be offended. I'm glad you, you were just... There you go. Because I knew better. Yeah. Um. So after the world's greatest scene, we go to Sirens. Because I call you son. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Don't call me son. Um, so, uh, Hamilton reference number one. Actually, no, you said a Oh, the that's pants. reference number two. Yeah. Um, and this is the scene I talked about earlier that I really, really liked. It's really quick, but um, Tabitha is in her battle suit or whatever, <laughs> and she's leaving the bar, and Barb's like, Kitten, you need any help? And she's like, I got it. And she's like, all right. And she just goes back to take <laughs> to drink to her drink, and it's great. Um, because Tabby's going to go after Butch. Yes, she is. And we see her go after the ambulance that Butch is in. So do you think she's going after Butch because she cares about him or because he's the only person on her side? I feels like I feel like there's a debt. The only wants, reason she wants alive to collect on is because Butch wanted Oswald to leave her alive. Yeah. There may so, be a little guilt in there, but I don't yeah. get that she's still in love or was ever in love with ever. Butch. Yeah, Actually, I don't, I don't know that was. Tabitha is capable of love. Mm. Yeah, I see who her brother is. I don't really know that Barb is either. No, psychopaths generally aren't. Yeah, so. Um, they're, they're, they're capable of mimicking. Yeah. But, but not. So I see but, it as more um, either, either a, a does she debt owed. Does she have read in her ledger? <laughs> she's read in her ledger. There you go. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was interesting. So later we go to the GCPD and, uh, Barnes gets word that Butch Gilzine's, uh, Who? Butch Gilzine. Okay. Uh, his ambulance was just hijacked. <gasps> Shocker. And, um, Barnes gets up in a fit of, oh my God, I can't believe. And he realizes he doesn't have his crutch. And then he gets this weird, like he inhales and he's got this weird eye thing. And then he's like, which yes! apparently he can do on command. Don't know. It's weird. A little weird. So, but I was like, yeah. Okay, was it just me or did he look a little bit like Drax? Yes. The bald head. And and the, and the weird effect that they put around his eyes yeah. was kind of, yeah. Totally cgi Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Drax-ish. Very Drax-y. Um, who is a hugger? Yeah, Sea Guards of the Galaxy trailer that was released today. Yeah. Um, so, uh, because we have to apparently be super creepy, we have our final scene with Jervis Tetch. Who has kidnapped some poor woman and dressed her up like Alice and starts talking about his what sister. the fuck? Yeah. And she keeps saying, like, I'm not Alice. And, um, and so Jervis is like, okay. And then he slits her throat. And he's like, oh, those who hurt you are going to feel his pain. And, of course, then he starts, he writes out a card, um, from her blood, which, you know, no big. Um, and of course, it's Jim Gordon. While reciting poetry, and I'm like, I don't yeah. know that I could speak one set of words and write a different set of words. And he's writing like in the air. Mm-hmm. Man it's talented. Weird. Man talented. Yeah. But it's Jim Gordon, and you're like, well, that's predictable. So it makes me wonder: was Alice Alice? I know we kind of we kind of touched on that last episode, I think, because if he could just make people believe whatever he wanted them to believe. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says they were really brother and sister. No. So, uh, again, it's one of those things where, yeah, I'll take it at face value because they told me so. But if they come back and say she wasn't even really his sister, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I can see that. I saw that coming from episode one. So. Yeah. So. So that was the end of our episode. Okay. Uh, anything you want to discuss? Um, I am upset that they should have kissed, and I swear to God, I thought they were going to. I really did too. When they, when he went I in, no, I was like, it was right because I remember there. I was sitting there and I was like, oh, this is great, this is so domestic, and then he leaned in and I was like, holy shit, I'm the, actually gonna get it. The body language, 
had mm-hmm. one of them been a woman. Exactly. Yeah. Or both of them. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't seem to shy away from... From the girly bits. Yeah. But I, I really hope some of that's not just like, <laughs> look at two girls kissing. Well... Ma- Fetishizing ma- it. But the thing is, what made us really happy in season one is that Montoya... Yeah. ...is uh, canonically bisexual. Yep. So... I thought she's a lesbian. No, I think, think she... No? Was I think she she's canonically a lesbian. I can't remember. Word, who knows? That it's was been two, a while That was two then. seasons ago. Yeah, I've slept since then. So you want to get into some feedback? Hells yes, I do. Okay, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. We are kind of in a time crunch tonight. Yeah. Somebody's flying out in the morning. <gasps> I'm going to a convention. So that's why we're recording a night early. Yeah. And uh, so, but I, want, I do want to get through some of these questions mm-hmm. that we have here. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have to cut for some time. Uh, this is from Greg. Uh, let's see. He says, uh, how quick were you able to figure out that Butch was one who hired the red phonies? Yeah. Red hood phonies. We talked uh, about that. Immediately. Yeah, that's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. And that's where the question came from. Because they didn't give us long to think about it before they revealed it. No. Um, so, but I, but it was Greg that asked the question itself. Um, and he asked, did you see Butch's face as the head of, uh, Gertie? Uh, the statue hit the ground. Now I wasn't really paying attention. I think that's what my face looked like. Yeah, like, all right, well, that's a thing uh, that happened. Let's see. He says the statue was pretty creepy. It was at that. Uh, still wasn't as creepy as Oswald in this episode, and his relationship with Ed is so weird it gave me the chills. Were they good chills? They were good chills for me. Uh, he says he's really digging post-Arkham Ed. Confidence works, works much better on a supervillain than sniffling twerpiness, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yes. He's he's becoming his own. Um, he said it was excellent trickery. I saw it coming, and I still enjoyed the way it unfolded. Ed did a good job of keeping the audience off balance. Yeah, because I was really worried. I was like, please say it ain't so, Ed. <laughs> I know. I was shocked. Uh, and he, okay, so Greg's confused. He, he's asking, is Babs a mobster now? How come she had a seat at the head of Penguin's table and the only person Oswald seems to respect? Well, they did have that, that time at the end of last season where they were kind of buddy-buddy. Um, but I, I think, I think it's more just like she was there because of the whole party thing. Uh-huh. And she's crazy. And maybe it's, t- I don't know. I-, I think it's a matter of like respects like. Yeah. They yeah. both live through Arkham together. They're like the Arkham gang. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but to answer the question, I think in a sense she is. But yeah. I think I think she's a, a, a mobster with two people in her gang. Yeah. Her and Tabby. Yeah. And, you know, they tried to kind of... um you know, put put the umbrella of protection over her. Yes, and she they're refused. kind of like free agents. Yes, like we won't fight you, and we'll be involved in whatever mm-hmm. shenanigans mm-hmm. you want us involved in. But we're going to do our own thing. But I think Oswald recognizes her uh, value. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact she's also batshit crazy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, Maybe he thought it was too much of a sausage fest and he wanted to be sure there were some ladies present. Uh, He's glad that they gave Tabitha actual lines this episode. Me too. And was anyone buying Tabby as a damsel even for a second? No. Did anyone else want to see her break Butch out? The actual her breaking him out, yes. Yes. I would like to have seen her be that badass. Uh, Anybody else wish Bab would have gone too? Eh. I uh, again I really liked that that she's like you got this all right we're good well, like she has complete faith in, total, in Tabitha and total respect for her space yeah you know um I I would like to see more of Tabitha because I want more of the character development for Tad yeah so there's that uh and he asks how much time goes by between episodes mm. a lot and nothing <laughs> because the GC- it just varies but you also have to remember that the gcpd is right next door to 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 wayne manor which is right next door to oswald manor which is right next door to the sirens it's a big circle yeah and it gets surrounded bigger. by the docks it gets bigger every year surrounded yeah. by the docks i'm yeah. gonna draw a picture one day yeah oh i'm gonna god. draw a map oh my god uh <sighs> did anyone else feel like they missed something between jim and Vale? yes everything mm-hmm. 
Uh, the relationship has seemed to have progressed a bit to me. I was waiting for the bottom to collapse before I got on the bandwagon with you two, but I like this gym too. He feels more like he belongs in Gotham. Yeah. Yes. Jim, this gym is much better. Uh, he's got a likable personality. The interactions between him and Bruce were good. Uh, and did you notice they didn't tie Gordon's storyline into the main story at all? Yeah, that was kind of, uh, like, separate. I was like, please don't let him show up at this party. And yeah, he didn't. Yeah, the whole, the coincidence of it all. Yeah, like, and he didn't. Like, they could, t- they could totally have written the storyline, whereas, okay, so he meets up with Valerie and kicks out the, the hematologist, and then they both go get dressed up and go to the party. Yeah. It totally could have happened, but they didn't do it. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. Me too. Um, he points out the classic Batman and Catwoman. God, that just goes back and forth and back and Forever. forth. Forever. Back and forth. Uh, he wants to know why was Ivy being a bitch to Selene? Selene? <laughs> Selene. Yeah, that's her name now. To Selena. Was that warranted? He doesn't get it. I think Ivy is having way too much fun being a grown-up. And when I, when I hear bullshit stuff like, well, her, her mind aged up with her body um, to make it not squicky if she's with mm-hmm. grown-ups, I don't see that. No. I see a very immature child put in the body of an adult and realizing Mm -hmm. like dudes do stuff if i show them my boobs you know like it's very juvenile so i agree i agree but uh i don't but why was she being so would you think she was just having fun yeah okay because he he says that he doesn't get it that cat was cat only ever looked out for her yeah and that's i think it's fun i think it's you know how some kids just don't have good judgment Ivy has always been one of those. As to what's funny and what's not. And as far as, like, I just see it as kind of like, oh, you know, like, immature. Again, it's it just felt really immature to okay. me. Okay. So I don't I don't know any other good reason for her to be rude <laughs> to Cat. To uh, and he congratulates you on being correct about Barnes. Woo! Uh, so Phronsie wrote us. She Yay! Has not, she has not been eaten by a bear. I'm very, very happy about yes. that, Phronsie. Uh, she says, so not that much of Jim in this episode, but a lot of Ed and Penguin on their honeymoon. Guess who enjoyed the episode? Quite a lot. I don't know about you, but I totally fell for Ed's plan. The whole relationship was too good to be true, so I absolutely believed he was backstabbing him. That's what I was worried about, too. Good thing he did not. The ship continues to be one of my favorites, and the two together are highly entertaining. The only thing missing was them kissing each other. Yep. Uh, she says she's not a big fan of how Leslie's character is being treated. She deserves more than being reduced to just a love interest for Jim and being stuck in the middle of a love triangle or possibly a love square as it seems right now. Yeah. So maybe I should give the writers the benefit of the doubt. Look how they turn Stabby Babs into a fun character to watch. Yeah. One of my all time favorite Harry Potter scenes is when Hermione punches Malfoy in the face in the prisoner of Azkaban. Yep. That's that's what I, that's what I thought too when she did that so uh moving on to the comedy of this episode bruce talking to jim about women best person to ask for advice regarding that topic oh my gosh but i assume even bruce knows that alfred is done (laughs) with his hormonal crap (laughs) though i liked how selena handled the situation i was fine with their kiss but i'm having a hard time to see them as teenagers who like each other and not as babies yeah i kind of struggle with that myself because I'm like, you're children, so, even though you're growing yeah. up. And I, I do have a uh, a Buffy quote for Phronsie oh. that, I thought was, that I thought was apropos. Okay. It's uh, Giles, and it's, I believe the subtext here is rapidly becoming text. Oh, yes. For our babies. Good times. So, yeah. Okay. I thought Phronsie might like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all the feedback we have. Okay. Woo, lots happened. So much. Um, and if we recorded too early and posted too early for you guys um, to get it in this week, please still yeah, send go it. Ahead, go ahead and send it to us. We can, we'll still yeah. address it next week. If yeah, we, we, we know can. we're a day early. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, tried, not sorry. I tried to announce it on Facebook and Twitter. But I saw that. So, you know. Sorry, not sorry. You're going to be yeah. day drinking with some girls. Yeah, you are. And I'll be sitting at work. And, you know, worried about Sherlock and stuff. I'll be sitting at work. Yeah. I expect updates. You will get updates. Okay. You will absolutely get updates. All right. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.